teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the senior pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you are about to hear will no doubt shape your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Father, take all the glory, even as I receive all to us from you, and our people are blessed in the name of Jesus. First Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. I'll read three verses, 16 to 18. It reads, Rejoice always. Pray without season. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. I'll take it again. Rejoice always. Pray without season. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. God bless Apostle Paul. And God bless the reading of his word. I want to, for the next few minutes, with us, meditate on the scripture. The first aspect of the scripture that caught my attention is for these is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus or for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you that hit home hard a lot of times we battle with the will of God for our lives hallelujah and of course we know that to know the will of God honestly Get into his word. But much more than just get into his word, because that would be generic, as it were. There are areas specifically that the word states that this is God's will. I feel the fire. So, to catch it well, I looked, I just tried to look for that same scripture in some other versions. That's verse 18. Bring it up in TPT quickly, let's see. And in the midst of everything, be always giving thanks. For this is God's perfect plan for you in Christ Jesus. Let's look at some other versions. The message, which I know you all are familiar with, quickly message. I'll read it from. Be cheerful no matter what. Pray all the time. Thank God no matter what happens. This is the way God wants you who belong to Christ Jesus to live. I'll give you one more version, complete Jewish 
Bible. He says, for this is what God wants from you who are united with the Messiah Yeshua. So, what am I saying here? This, as Father defined it for me, for those of us who are in Christ Jesus, this is God's perfect plan. For those of us in Christ Jesus. One version says, because God intends it to be so. That was what he planned it to be. So a departure from this, come on, it's a distraction. But having said that, let me call your attention to another thing quickly here. The whole of this chapter is instructive. I'll give you an example, verse 1. But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. You should know. For you yourself know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, so I don't. So because of that, every aspect is instructive. And if this was sitting then, how much more? For them then, how much more for us now? So you just read on and read on and everything is fine. Hmm. Then verse 12. And we urge you, brethren, to recognize those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you instruction. And to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. Be at peace among yourselves instructions. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn those who are unruly, comfort the faint-hearted, uphold the weak, be patient with all instruction. That one verse is enough to change any man's life. See that no one renders evil for evil to anyone, but always pursue what is good both for yourselves and for all. It is you shouldn't pursue for yourselves, both for yourselves and for all. So once you pursue for you, consider others. Now this is where I'm coming. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Now, if you look at it, there are pockets and pockets of I mean, instructions banded together. If you look at a paragraphed chapter, not all the Bibles are paragraphed, but if you look at the Bible with paragraph chapters, you discover that these three form one paragraph. Quickly check. Check up. King James, check your Amplified, check your TPT, check your NIV, check your EU, check your wear mouth, check. You square these three always are together. It's a paragraph. Now, for writers, almost every aspect, particularly this, is a very good pullout. Pullout is what you bring out from your article to catch people's attention. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. 
For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Hallelujah. Somebody says you're looking for the character of the kingdom. Say, this is it. You're looking for a behavior pattern in the kingdom. This is it. In fact, somebody wrote, he said, this is the lifestyle of the kingdom. And whilst I meditate, I now realize that out of the world, out of the darkness of the world, he saved us, brought us in. And in doing that, he said, he quickened us together with Christ. So every born again child of God is not like he used to be. She's not like she used to be. You are in union with God. Is somebody hearing me? Because he comes to live in you. And that's what makes the difference. You can look at it from any other angle in the pieces or in the, in the New Testament. You are seated with him in the heavenly places. You are completing him. The processes that brought you to where you are uh, were such that you were quickened together with him. You were raised together with him and you are seated together with him. That's why we don't sorrow like unbelievers. Because the truth is this. Before Nomti passed, she had been sitting within the heavenly places. Just like you and I are today sitting with him in the heavenly places. The difference is that physically, she, she left here, but she's still there, together with Christ, together with you and I. Is somebody following me? No, Jesus has not left that position. He will never leave it. And the interesting thing is that he's not there alone. He's there with you and I. And with all the saints that have passed, when you hear that he will return with the saints, what do, you, what, what do you expect? So, that's who you are. And so that defines the ones that Paul was writing to. The perfect will of God for those who are in Christ. Can it be the will of God for those who are not in Christ? Of course. Any person that practices a gratitude attitude will always benefit from it. It's a principle. But more so to the child of God. You're not just going to be benefiting. God will be absolutely pleased with you. I look at this combination and this is interesting. Okay, so, so many I can pick from the Bible. For the kingdom of God is not in Meat and drink, or eating and drinking, but what? In righteousness, peace, and? Are we hitting it again? Joy in the Holy Ghost. There are certain things you see on people who are in the kingdom. You just see it, you know it, you see it about them. That's their life. I was meditating on this, the don't know me, I said, no wonder I say it's a new way of living. Then the song occurred to me, said, I found a new way of living. I found a new life divine. I have the fruit of the spirit. I'm abiding, abiding in the abiding in the branch. Abiding. 
Love, joy, help, peace. He has made it my prosperity, power, and victory abiding, abiding in the vine. Why did I sing that song? I found a new way of living. And so is every born again believer. What's the new way? It's a life characterized by rejoicing. Prayerfulness, thankfulness. Yep. Hallelujah. And so you find these three all over the Bible, all over. I looked for the pattern first in the life of Jesus. And on, at, that was how he lived on earth. But we had the privilege of at least seeing it in four aspects, in four areas. They didn't have to write, but they wrote so that a day like this, <laughs> on a day like this, you can find some examples. You discover that in John chapter 16, remember the feeding of the 5,000? It was a simply impossible situation. Yeah, and Philip has said, <laughs> a whole year's salary. And in other words, how will this be possible? And uh, uh, Andrew had come to say, look, this is what we have. And what did he do? He said, give it to me. Come on, give it to me. Hallelujah. And he took it, remember? And they looked up to heaven and gave thanks. Come, live a thankful life. And what was seemingly impossible became possible. Needs were met. Second time, remember, for four days he had died. He was beginning to stink. And Jesus, in his humanity, saw the emotional stress of the people. He, shed, he wept. But that wasn't because he was hopeless. No. He only empathized, rather, with them. He said, where, where did you lay him? Can you please show me? Can you roll away the stone? They say, he's thinking. I say, roll away the stone. And by the time they did that, the Bible said, he looked up to heaven and gave thanks. And he commanded Lazarus to come out. Tell the boy, say, live a thankful life. <laughs> I'm talking in the, in the life of Jesus. A fornication was when he was about to face the cross. So when it becomes impossible in your life, <laughs> give thanks. You'll agree with me that humanly it was difficult for him. If it were possible, let this go past. He had a special dialogue with the, with the father. He said, oh, say, but no. Not my way, but your way. That's what I'm saying. This is the will of God concerning and the will of God was such that he would suffer. He would suffer pain and shame and ignominy. Guess what? Just before that, this, what I described, he sat down with them at table. He broke the bread. He knew the implication. Your body will be broken. Ah, I'm not praying for you. But it's okay. In the area that needs to be broken, to be broken in Jesus' name. Because out of every broken aspect will come new life. 
that can never be broken again. But that's the truth. A seed of corn will remain alone until it drops to the ground. Come on, and dies. So it was like, your body will be broken. Wow. Not just broken to the point of death. So when he was breaking that, he knew the implication. Guess what? He lifted it up and gave thanks. <laughs> he took the cup. This is the blood of the new covenant. He lifted up the cup and gave thanks. Now we begin to understand, right? But one that I really, that I really want to use to stress this out of this example, uh, example is um, Luke 10 from verse 17. Okay, I'll read. Then the 70 returned. That's the occasion. I want to capture that occasion. Then the 70 returned with joy. How? With joy. Saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. 20. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirit are subject to you. But rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. 21. In that hour, that's where I'm going actually. In that hour, Jesus did what? Come on, help me. Help me. He rejoiced in the spirit and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. Now, and I continue. Now, why, why did I pick this place? He rejoiced. And all he's saying, he, he was praying. He rejoiced in the spirit. And he began to speak to the Father. Praying. And what did he pray? Thanksgiving. I see the three there clearly. And what was this occasion? He had sent the twelve. They had come out. Exercising dominion on earth for the first time since the fall. Minus Jesus. Outside Jesus. Man! We exercise dominion on earth. And they had come. He pleased the Father. He pleased him. He now expanded the delegation. 72. He sent them out. They came the same way. Oh boy. Boom. See, uh, somebody was preaching on this. He said, that rejoice, he said in the Greek, he said, he, he flipped. He, I mean, he danced and flipped and oh, break dance. Wow. He really rejoiced. And what followed? In his rejoicing, he was praying. In his praying, it was thanksgiving. Highest can be demonstrated. So simply put, thanksgiving cannot be adequate except in combination with these two. Suppose I'm just praying. If you're truly, truly praying and you're connecting, you will thank God. You will rejoice. I'll just take the three quickly and I'll run. Rejoice. Remember, in Philippians 3, 3, Paul admonished us. Rejoice again, I say. Why will he say rejoice again? I say rejoice. I cannot overemphasize it. That's what he's saying. Rejoice. Rejoice. There will be many occasions 
to make you sad, to make you despondent, to make you give up. Please, the antidote. Joy. Jesus himself said it in John chapter 15. He said, I've said all these things to you, that your joy may be full, and that my joy may remain in you. Is somebody following me? Philippians 3, 3, Philippians 4, 4. Just as I said to him, most actually I said to you, praise the Lord. And so you can fi- you find all through the Bible for the believer in Christ Jesus, keep on rejoicing. Keep on rejoicing. Keep on rejoicing. The joy of the Lord remains in you. Just like his love is shed abroad in your heart. Please, you must stay joyful. Aha, uh-huh. three, three. We are the circumcision. We worship God in the spirit. Rejoice how? If you are in Christ, you must rejoice. Then 4 4 says rejoice again. I say rejoice. And the whole of the book of Philippians is all on joy, 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 joy. Because at the time that he was in prison and the persecution was incredible. But he kept the joy, he kept the faith alive, he kept the church alive. Why? Joy. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. And let me just leave that quickly. What about pray? Jesus said, took time in Luke 18, 1, as spotted by Dr. Luke. He took time to teach, even with parables. What did he teach? That men ought always to pray and not faint. Man will faint. Man will fail. Man will become cowardly. Man will collapse. Man will fizzle out. If man would not pray, Jesus taught it. Praise the Lord. And please get me right. A rejoicing man is a prayerful man. <laughs> they go together. Okay, think of it this way. Psalm 11 and Psalm 16. In your presence, there's what? Can you pray without getting to his presence? I think that should be the test of every prayer. You are praying and you are not conscious of his presence. Can I be asking something of her of her? I say, please give me this. And I'm not concerned for her present. Do you think I will ever get it? Who am I talking to? I can as well turn to this person. I say, please give me your listen. Can you be in prayers? Can you be in com- conversation, in communication with someone and you're not conscious of their presence? Whether real or virtual. You must be. And if you are conscious of his presence, then joy will overflow you. One of the secrets of answered prayers, it is joyful even in sorrow. Can you become conscious of his presence and you will not bow in worship and adoration? And you will not bow in thanksgiving? Come on. So Jesus himself taught us that. Hmm. And of course, Paul in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, he said, You should pray with always what? Every kind of prayer. And so you begin to see, so when he says pray without ceasing, it doesn't mean that we will like 
Jesus, help me and help my father and thank you for this and thank you for that. And this is and you will not wake up again or you will not do anything again. You have no attention for your wife or children. You have no attention. You don't, you don't work anymore. You don't even sell anymore. You just that's what he's saying. Pray without ceasing. Pray continuously. Pray fervently. Pray. I mean, have a regular pattern and be fervent in your prayers. God tried to teach them figuratively in the Old Testament three times at this hour, at this hour. But for us, no hour. You can do it ten times. You can do it as the Spirit just not praying. You can pray through your work. It doesn't disturb your fire. It will give you new ideas. Because you're involving him in what you're doing. And of course, thankfulness. Glory be to God in the highest. Aha, uh-huh, which is why we're here. Think of it this way. For some people, that breakthrough, that promotion of five years came through. So they have a reason. When I say, get up now, they, they want to dance. You are perfectly correct. And please do it with your might. For some, after, five, after 15 years, believing God for a child, twins, oh, I will, I will dance with you. Yeah. Doctor said, there's no way. Abandon. But here am I today. I will rejoice with you. I will dance with you. But these are obvious ones. For some, it's This is the 10th year. I thought it would have happened. But let me ask you a question. It could have been more, I agree with you. But don't you think it could have been worse? But it's not. For some, it's been worse. But not you. I think much more than anybody, you have a reason to rejoice, to thank God. Jesus teach on this the story of the ten lepers. Why there are not ten? Where are the nine? Jesus noticed. Let's be thankful. I'm about to close. Let's analyze Acts 16 again from 23. They were beaten. Their backs were broken. They were bleeding. They were in stocks. Then they prayed. And they sang praises. Wow. In the book of Psalms, he said, I will express my thanks to you by my songs. And, but pastor, there's no joy there. Oh, oh, oh. Just go back to a few chapters. You'll see that when they have been tortured, they will live rejoicing that they had the privilege of suffering for Christ. It was their pattern. So these ones who are rejoicing, only that the, the rejoicing could not be articulated except by praying and singing. And that brings us to the last point. Thanksgiving must be verbalized. Not just articulated, verbalized. You must give expression to it. You must speak it out or sing it out. Hallelujah. I give you, I give you my own testimony now, as I will encourage you not to get up and forget about me. 
I'm forgetting about it. Anybody like to think maybe looking at you? You are here just for one thing. You want to tell God I'm grateful. January to December. Didn't normally start with us. But she's in a higher place. But you are still here. You have a reason to thank God. But before then, I was in a prayer meeting with some of my buddies. And this night, this was Thursday. I was like, man. My body was weak. <laughs> and I was like, hey, God help me. Shakata Liraba. Oh boy. Uh, when I was a lad, I was like, mm, yeah, but you know. Then he turned on me. I said, Holy Spirit, I need you. Help me. The scripture is Ephesians 5 18 to 20. I said, Holy Spirit, help me. Ephesians 5, 18 to 20. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit. So all I was saying, they were speaking to us, I was saying, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. And I was getting relieved. I was getting to the prayers. I was getting to the prayers. And before long, I found myself going, but what happened? He said, I appreciate what you are going through. He said, but have you observed, Taiwo? You have never for one moment tell me thank you for coming across normality. You've never for one moment said thank you that you made a past cross and we could get married. And all I've added to you through her life and ministry, not one time. He said, but furthermore, you never at any time tell me thank you for my bimbo. All your concern is I've taken them home. I said, well, so while my bodies were still tonguing, I was like, I give you praise. I thank you for such wonderful, dazzling lives. You know, there's a way you take things for granted when they are on. And even when it's over, you don't even remember to say, thank you, Lord. In no time, I found myself going, I was overwhelmed with his presence. There was an unusual healing from his side. There was strength from above. And he made it clear to me, tell you are part of my continuing program. Before you were born, I wrote it down. I knew you. I know exactly how it will play out. Hallelujah. And if you want to really catch it well, Paul will tell you. Like even the thoughts. My thoughts he knew. Jeremiah will tell you that. God will tell you before your conception. I ordained that you be a prophet. So what's your problem? Hallelujah. For the Lord God Almighty. His terror does not end. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For the Lord God of my sins. Ah.
Worship him, give him praise, give him honor, hallelujah. Join the choir in heaven. Disappointment, listen. Come on, lift up your hands and thank God because what we are saying, we're not saying thank God for it, we say thank God in it because God is still there with you. Come on, give him praise. Father, thank you for the opportunity to come into your presence to thank you and to appreciate you to worship and to adore you, to exalt you. Father, even as we bring our thanksgiving offerings and tithes and everything, Father, accept in the name of Jesus. We receive grace that our giving though physical extends beyond that. It's from our heart. We give out of just a token, out of for a minor token, out of the very many blessings of our lives. And we can see, and as you can see, women it. Take all the glory in the name of Jesus. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.